Hey there, culinary pros. If you want to grow your online culinary business quickly, there's no better path forward than virtual corporate team building events. While it may seem like these are a COVID fad, the truth is that corporate teams have been working remotely long before the pandemic began. And this trend of a remote distributed workforce is expected to continue well into the future. So what does this mean for you? As a creator of online culinary experiences, you have a golden revenue opportunity right at your fingertips. Today, I'm sharing why you should consider teaching corporate clients online, and I'm walking you through my three strategies to help you get started today. Are you ready to hear how you can dramatically grow your business? That's what I thought. Let's do this. Hi, and welcome to the Experiential Table. I'm Cynthia Samanian, your host and creator of Cooking Class Business School. I love helping culinary pros like you teach online so that you can experience more freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment in your life. On the show today, we are talking all about virtual corporate team building classes. This is one of the hottest topics in our space right now, especially as companies try to keep their employees happy and engaged while working from home. Before I get into my three strategies to help you break through the corporate space, I want to first make sure we're all on the same page about why corporate classes are important for your business. Now, the first reason is that they are lucrative. Most teams have quarterly budgets set aside so that they can spend on exactly the kind of events you offer. Oftentimes, these budgets are much higher on a per-person basis than what you'd expect the general public to pay. It's not far-fetched to see a budget of $100 per person per quarter. Seriously. Of course, this depends on the type of company, but generally speaking, there's more money in corporate classes. Recently, I was coaching one of my cooking class business school students on her first corporate event. She actually got an inbound request from a friend who worked at a tech company and they wanted a corporate class. We worked through the specifics like what she should offer, how to price it, all that good stuff. Next thing you know, she was able to book a $3,000 gig for a 90 minute experience. And then what happened? Well, another one came knocking on her door just weeks later. That means she was able to generate over $6,000 in revenue during an otherwise quiet month in the spring. Pretty amazing, right? Now, the second reason why corporate classes are important is that they are scalable. If you think about how you can make money teaching online cooking classes, sure, you can put your classes up on a website, have them be public and available to anyone. But with corporate classes, you are selling to just one person, the main decision maker. And that person is bringing along 10, 15, 20, 30, or even more colleagues to your experience. And at larger companies, you can really benefit by doing corporate events because teams talk to each other. Let's think about Google or Amazon. How many teams are there inside those companies? I've got to say at least hundreds, if not more. When one team has a great experience with you, then they'll absolutely recommend you to their colleagues on a different team. The key is to just get in the door and let the word of mouth referrals do the hard work for you. Finally, corporate events can actually help the rest of your business grow too. 
Some of you may not be interested in just doing corporate classes, and that's totally fine. But guess what? Corporate classes are a great way to generate students for your public classes. If someone takes your class through a corporate event and they have a great experience, they might just recommend you to their friends and family, or they might take another class of yours on their own. Your corporate classes can bring in leads for your public classes. And the reverse is true. You could have public classes that you mention, hey, I teach corporate classes as well. And next thing you know, one of your students is bringing in their team. I want you to think of your corporate and your public classes as part of a greater ecosystem. They work hand in hand and they can build your business together. All right. So now that we've talked about the three reasons why corporate classes are so important for building your business right now, we've got to move into some strategies to help you get started. I wasn't just going to leave you hanging there. So I have three strategies you can start applying today to help you break into the corporate team building space. The first strategy is to understand your decision makers needs. If there's one thing I want you to take away from this episode, it's that corporate clients are different. When you work with corporate clients, you have to think about the decision maker. This is the person who's actually researching and booking the event on behalf of their team. Maybe it's the office manager, the team lead, or in some cases, it could be the most junior person on a team who has been tasked with this assignment of finding something fun for their team to do. In any case, this person is probably really busy. They probably have a lot going on at work, and this is just another thing that they have to do. I'm imagining that they probably got an email from their manager saying something like, hey, we need to do a fun team building event for this quarter. We have a budget of $100 per person. Go find something. And so now it's this person's job to figure it out. I want you to put yourself in their shoes for a minute here. If you are responsible for finding something fun and awesome for your team to do, consider all of the different thoughts going on in your head. What if the team doesn't like what you choose? What if you pick a really lame event? While the employees themselves aren't paying for the experience, it doesn't matter. The stakes are still really high for the decision maker because if they end up choosing an event that is a total dud, if it's really lame, really boring, then people are going to look at that person and say, oh, you totally bombed this. It will reflect on their reputation in their own job. So this means that it's your job to help that decision maker make the right choice and feel really, really confident in working with you. Now, I recommend doing a discovery call whenever someone reaches out for a corporate event. In this call, you should be asking questions to really understand why the client is interested in booking an experience with you. Just the fact that you're going into the conversation with this information in mind, with this acknowledgement that corporate clients, corporate events are different than your public events that you may teach online today, just knowing that will already put you leaps and bounds ahead of your competition. Okay, now that brings me to strategy number two. This might be one of my favorite of the three strategies as someone who came from the world of experiential marketing. And the strategy here is to offer experiences not classes. Here is what I see instructors do. They will take a class that they've taught publicly and they'll just take that and turn it into a private event for a corporate team. 
That is a very efficient way to do things. Don't get me wrong. In the beginning, we're all figuring things out. And so if this is something that you've done, I don't want you to beat yourself up over it. But you are missing out big time if that is what you continue to do with corporate events. Think about the difference between an individual signing up for a public class and a corporate client looking for a team building event. Okay, just think about the difference here. An individual signing up for a pasta making class versus a corporate client looking for a team building event that may include pasta making. What purpose does your class serve for each of these clients? An individual may want to learn how to make pasta for many reasons. One reason is so that they can impress their friends when they come over for dinner. Maybe it's because they recently traveled to Italy or they want to travel to Italy and it's a way to connect with the country. There are many different reasons why someone may want to learn how to make pasta. But what about a company? (laughs) Why would a team of engineers want to work with you to learn how to make pasta? Is it so that every employee on the team knows how to make perfect linguine at home? Of course not. It's actually not about the pasta at all. The pasta is just the medium being used to help serve a bigger goal which is to bring the team together. Maybe they had a really tough quarter and they need a morale boost. Or maybe they had a great quarter and they're celebrating a new product launch. With that in mind, with what we just talked about, would you have the same experience for the public class as you would the corporate? If you knew that they were coming in with different expectations, different reasons why they were there, would that change how you offered the class? Ideally, it would, because the needs of the students are dramatically different. Now, you may be thinking, okay, Cynthia, this seems like a lot of work. Not only do I have to have my classes for the public, but now you're telling me that I have to create these experiences that are much bigger than my normal classes for corporate clients. But here's the thing. What if I told you that you only needed three experiences, and that could be enough to get the conversation rolling with a company? In fact, you can take an existing class that you teach, modify it so that it works better for corporate team building, and make that one of your corporate experiences. Now, when I say modify, there are some things that you're going to have to think about when taking your public classes and turning them into corporate team building events. For example, you need to keep the recipes a bit simpler, but they still need to be impressive. They really need to be wow worthy so that they're excited about what they made. You've also got to build in time for some other activities like trivia, stories about the origins of the recipe, the ingredients, maybe even some competitions or breakouts. While you can have a conversation with your contact at the company to understand what it is they're specifically looking for, I really recommend having this menu of three experiences that has a really well thought out outline so that they understand that you get it. You know that corporate team building events are to bring that team together. And so you've got to build in activities in addition to having them cook that really highlight that, that really make it front and center because it's not just about learning how to make pasta. As I said earlier, pasta is the medium. It's the vehicle that helps them bring their team together. Now, if you want more ideas on team building, then I want you to listen to episode 40 I recorded it with Sam Remble of Fancy Sips. She has some incredible insights on how she 
has taken her virtual mixology business to the next level. She serves companies from all over the world and has some amazing tips on how to think differently about corporate team building events. All right, now let's move on to the third strategy. This is so important in growing your corporate class business. So make sure that you have a pen and paper handy. I want you to take note here because this is super important. Now, strategy number three is to tell everyone. That's right. I want you to tell everyone. And then I want you to tell them again, tell them again, and then tell them one more time. Now is not the time to be shy about your corporate classes. Here's what I see a lot of instructors doing. They'll create a website and maybe they'll have a sentence or two that says something about the fact that they do private and corporate events. And that's it. Now the corporate client, the prospective client is looking at that thinking, huh, I wonder if this would be interesting. And if you're lucky, they'll reach out to you and ask you what you offer and get your pricing and all that good stuff. But think about how many potential clients look at that and say, oh, this is too much work. Let me just go to someone else's site that has everything laid out for me. Which would you prefer? If you were someone looking to hire a vendor, by all means, you would go with the vendor who had more information on their page, at least telling you what they offer. You don't always have to include pricing. And in fact, I don't recommend putting your full price list on your site. So part of telling everyone is definitely making sure that your website has the information that we talked about in strategy two. So outlining your three experiences, perhaps including some testimonials and making it really easy for them to understand the process. What is that next first step that they need to take in order to work with you? Now, in addition to that, rather than relying on people coming to your website, you have to spread the word. You have to go outbound with your marketing here. So what does that mean? Tactically, here's what you need to do. You need to email your friends, your family, your old coworkers, anyone who you know, you've got to email them telling them that you are teaching corporate classes online. And you get bonus points if you include a one-pager attachment, just a simple PDF that they could forward along, and that would have your three offers on it and your contact info. If you have your website ready to go, as we talked about earlier, and you have that information up there, then that's fine. You can share that link, but you've got to give something for people to forward, whether they're forwarding it to their friends of friends, their friends, coworkers. You just never know how word travels. Now, you also want to make sure that you talk to people you know who work at large companies. Make a list of friends and family and take a minute to think about where they actually work. Now, they may not be the decision maker. They may not be the person actually booking the event, but there's a very good chance that they've been involved in virtual team building events, especially during the pandemic, and they know who the person is who organizes them for their team. So send them an email. What is the worst thing that could happen? They could not respond. They could respond and say, oh, we're not doing any more team building events, which I have a very hard time believing. Or they most likely will say, sure, here's the person you can talk to. You have nothing to lose with a strategy. You just have to spend the time and hustle. It is certainly a grind, but it is absolutely worth it. Think about it. Even if you got just one corporate event of 20 people at $50 per person, those are very reasonable numbers. That's $1,000 right there. 
And that's just one event. And we're talking a 60 to 90 minute experience. So it really is worth it. It's worth doing the work, especially if you want to bring in that cash relatively quickly. But we can't just rest on our laurels and expect these companies to come to us. Now, you also want to make sure that you talk about your corporate events on social media. This may seem like a no-brainer, but I can't tell you how many times I land on the Instagram profiles of culinary instructors, and I have no clue if they do corporate events. I can't figure it out. Now, if I can't figure it out, then there's a very good chance that a manager or a team lead at a company would have no idea that you offer corporate classes as well. So make sure that you make it really clear in your Instagram bio and that you also include photos and testimonials from your past events and clients. Don't leave it up for anyone to guess or assume whether or not you teach corporate classes. It should be very obvious. And some of you may think that you are a bit of a broken record. You're going to be talking to your friends, talking to your family, sending those emails, posting on social media, updating your website. And you might feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over and over again. I'm going to scare people away. They are going to get sick of hearing me talk about these corporate classes. Well, here's the thing. If you think you're being a broken record, you are doing it right. We tend to assume that people read everything we said, look at everything we post. That's just not true. In fact, people need to hear messages over and over again before it actually sticks. So don't be shy. I really want you to double down on telling people what you're doing because they need to know. You've got to be really outgoing with your marketing. And if you tend to be someone who's a bit shy, sales doesn't feel natural to you, this will make you feel uncomfortable. It will push you out of your comfort zone. But trust me, it is something that you will absolutely need to do for people to know what you offer. This is all in the name of you building your culinary empire, really building your culinary dream business. So just remember that when you get a little scared or you're too shy to send that email, ask yourself why you are doing this. Go back to that North Star of yours and understand that these are all of the things that you need to do so that you can continue doing the work that you love and serving the people who need it the most. So just to recap, these are the three strategies to help you increase sales with virtual corporate team building events. The first strategy is to understand your decision makers needs. Remember, corporate clients are different. You have to think about their perspective, their needs and wants, and it is incredibly different than your public classes. The second strategy is to offer experiences, not classes. I'm going to repeat this one. This is a very important one. I want you to offer experiences, not just classes. Think about creating a menu of three experiences. Once again, these can piggyback off of classes that you offer to the public, but they've got to have something more to them. They have to have an added element that makes it more than just a class. It actually makes it a team building experience. And finally, strategy three is to tell everyone. Now is not the time to be shy. You have to make it very clear anywhere and everywhere you are with your marketing that you teach online classes for corporate companies. All right, are you excited to get your corporate client business together? I hope so, because I'm telling you, now is the time to move on this. It's where I'm seeing my students in cooking class business school 
grow quickly and profitably. If this sounds like something that you want to do, but you still need some step-by-step help getting your online business off the ground, keep listening. Right now, you can enroll in my free masterclass, the four-step framework for profitable online cooking classes. In this free training, I share the top three mistakes everybody, yes, everybody makes when selling their online cooking classes and why these mistakes are costing you money and sanity, plus the secrets to attracting loyal paying students who just cannot wait to refer you to their friends, family, and employers. That's right, we're talking corporate classes here. And finally, I'll teach you my four-step framework for creating and marketing profitable online cooking classes so that you can unlock a new income stream without feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, and stressed. Sounds good, right? Well, you can sign up today at hiddenrhythm.com slash masterclass. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, the biggest, most amazing thing you can do to support it is leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next week, get excited to get experiential. 